Hello and welcome to It's a Gundam, the internet's best episode-by-episode episode Gundam Seed podcast that still hasn't covered something Gundam Seed. My name is Jeremy. I'm as surprised as you are. I'm Tyler. I somehow didn't actually know these existed. My name is Zach. Honestly, me neither. I, I have mentioned them on the podcast before. I thought when you mentioned them, you were talking about the Destiny movies, which I did know existed. I mean, those also exist separately and equally. Separately and equally. I didn't know, at least I forgot if you'd mentioned these before. I, I think I vaguely remember them being mentioned and like, I can see kind of why we never watched them. Actually, now that you mention it, I do I do vaguely remember a mention of these in the past. But I'm with you, Tyler. I kind of see why we never watched these before. Oh, because comp- Gundam compilation movies are a nightmare. But <laughs> since we just finished G-Reco and we watched all of the G-Reco compilation movies as part of that, and Gundam Seed Freedom is out when you're listening to this, not when we're recording it, but when you're listening to this, and someone on our Discord suggested it. I believe it was Artea. We're going to do audio commentaries for all three Gundam Seed movies. You can get these if you have the Gundam Seed Special Edition Super Pack. If you pre-ordered it like me, you have two copies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why you... Okay, I, I explained you. this to you, too. Yeah, no, I I don't know why my brain was just like, oh, I... I assumed you only had the one. I guess I assumed that one copy wasn't the full pack. No, it's, they sent everything. I have two of everything. Except for the, the nice case that it all goes into and the art book. I only have one of those. I kind of want to do, like, top of the episode, like, what are my thoughts on this compilation movie? But I feel like that will spoil my entire thoughts on this movie immediately. I mean, I feel like that's fine to go into. I had an intro in mind, and I'm tired when we're recording this, so I can't remember what I was going to say. Other than we're just doing the Gundam Seed movies, you can't make us do the Destiny ones, too. You can't. It, <laughs> will, it's against the law. I will say it took me, like, a full third of this movie to be like, man, this is just, like, a really long clip episode. Like, honestly, like, they edited the first third of it well enough that it wasn't that bad. I kept being like, are they seriously going to go through this? Are they Are they going to just Look, keep going through this? I honestly expected it to end when they got to Earth. A lot of the stuff they skipped early on, too. I'm like, the, okay, that's the stuff you chose to skip, I guess. Hey, well, I mean, they did skip that asteroid, thank God. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the asteroid is fine to skip. It doesn't add a whole hell of a lot besides the hilarity of Moo and uh, Maru's acting. But other than that, like, that's not really a super important episode. Uh, but there is a lot of uh, Kira's friends are here now. I feel like they never cut a single line of Cuzzy's, though. I <laughs> forgot how much I miss hating Cuzzy when Me I watched too. this. I don't I... remember exactly where it was, but there was there was one shot where someone was, like, with Kira. Or no, it was after, like, oh, we gotta go, uh, go to our stations. And then, like, right after that, they show him go to the bridge, and then Sai is just there. And it was like, what? Lots of people are just there now. My my favorite thing is, uh, or my, my favorite cuzzy scene in this, and like, to be fair, there's only like two cuzzy scenes in this, um, is when he overhears, uh, Lacus and Kira talking, and I'm like, oh, this asshole, I completely forgot his name, and I went to go look up his name, and as I was trying to remember, like, try to describe him, I'm like, oh, it's cuzzy. Of course it's cuzzy. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Cuzzy. I I forgot how much of an asshole Cuzzy is. <laughs> he's not even that much of an asshole. He's just like he's kind just of like, a... he's slightly oblivious. He's just ignorant yeah. and oblivious enough to be the worst. Exactly. <laughs> but 
at the same time, we do get Tall back. Yeah. And Tall is sort of. He's in like two scenes. Yes, but they are actually two really good Tall scenes. So there's that. I I think having any more of him would have been a Tall order. I think it would have been a Mary Elliott order. (laughs) (laughs) What was the other thing I was going to say about this? Oh, no, I can't remember. It's gone. It is wild to me that they just, like, cut the first, like, or the the middle, like, four, five, and six episodes, and they're just like, and here's a montage. It wasn't even a montage. It was, like, a musical number. And then Lacus was there. (laughs) And then Lacus was there. We'll get to it. But it's like, (laughs) a while Lacus Klein appeared, Kira threw Pokeball. (laughs) Did it? Did it? No, I think I made the I made the comment while watching this movie. It's just a lot of scenes strung together without context. Oh yeah, or as I like to say, it's the geographication of Gundam Seed. (laughs) (laughs) You want to know what Gundam Seed would be like if it was Rikongista and G? I've got good news. Uh, To be fair, Rikongista and G made more sense than some of these, and I've seen the actual Gundam Seed. I was actually going to say that the reason that this felt like a clip episode to me in a way that Rikongista didn't is that. But it does have, like, Rick and Gisa does have some connective tissue, even if it isn't interested in explaining character motivations. Like, there is stuff that happens, and there are scene transitions. This just wildly jumps from one situation to the yeah, next. It just pogos all over the place, although I did get a laugh out of the fact that in the segment at the end against uh, Walt Felt's armies, um, Isaac and Diarca aren't in it. <laughs> well, we don't have time for them. <laughs> We I did mean, have time for Izak getting a scar, though. Well, that's important. That's Izak's character motivation for the rest of the time. Yeah, they don't do anything during that point, but I just thought it was funny that they were just completely ignored. All right, so we are going to do audio commentaries for all three of these movies, starting this week with Gundam Seed Movie 1, The Empty Battlefield. If you got a way to watch it, I recommend you hit play, go back so it's at 000, and I will count us down 3, 2, 1, play when we are about to begin. So you can sync us up to the movie, or you can just listen to this in your car and imagine the movie in your mind's eye. <laughs> we'll be, like I said, doing these three movies, then our Recon Gista in G question special. If you have any questions for us about Recon Gista in G or Gundam Seed compilation movies or tennis, put them in the <laughs> question thread in the Discord. Why tennis, specifically? Because I wanted to come up with something funny and unrelated. That was the first noun that popped into my head. Squash. Squash is clearly the answer. No, that's I'm related. I'm as healthy as any adult woman. There are G-Reco squash relations. No one played tennis in G-Reco. No one's playing G-Reco tennis and picking Mask and Manny to go up against <laughs> Naredo and... And Daisy. <laughs> I was... Tr- I'm trying to think of Mariah's name, and I couldn't. <laughs> All right. Three, two, one, play. Remember the cherry blossoms, guys? Yeah, yeah we, we got to start at the cherry blossoms. I find no it, way else we would start at. It's really funny to me that they only appear one at the beginning here and never again. Um, the power of clip episodes. This is uh, Seed Kai. Was that supposed to be on the moon? If I that was that was on the moon, right? I I've always assumed it's on the moon. I don't know if we actually know where that happened. I'm just assuming because I think Atherin mentions him and Kira went to the same lunar prep school. Yes, that is mentioned in the English dub, uh, the original English dub, and the new one they changed it to Academy. Sadly, I haven't watched the new dub yet. I was planning to with these movies, but these movies only have the old dub, <laughs> so I got to hear uh, Mid Atlantic. 
Raul the Crusade again, and my favorite Mulaflaga. Mid Atlantic Raul. So uh, <laughs> we actually start on a you know we've got a new set of scenes of these apps people getting all ready to go. We got Miguel pressing some buttons, well, and mainly like we got Atherin getting a gun and, and Rusty pointing it at the camera, and Rusty gets lines and a face to go with it. He gets specific because his fantasies are that vivid. <laughs> Uh, lines about how Heliopolis sucks. Well, Diarca is being Diarca. <laughs> I can't tell if he's like napping or like jamming. Yeah, it or... looks like he's listening to music in his head. Yeah, he's a coordinator. He, he, he got put in his his. Oh man, I can't edit this. All of my fumbles are going to be in there. Uh, his coordinated genes were that they just put uh, a CD player in his head. So he's only got 12 songs in his head. Unfortunately, his younger brother has an MP3 player because they improved the technology. It's uh, just Meteora and not Hybrid Theory, the better Linkin Park album, as we were discussing earlier. Uh, anyway, the narrator uh, very quickly tells us what's going on, which is nukes coordinators. You know. Look, if you're listening to this podcast and you don't know the premise of Gundam Seed, uh, we have 50 good newses for you. And welcome to the podcast. I do like that it starts with, like, this cut. I, I don't remember if the actual show starts this way, with, like, cuts of the news story that Kira is watching while he's hyper-wizard programming. No, because, um... We actually start with Kira and everybody in, like, the Morgan Wright lab. We don't see them, like, go over there. Yeah, I do love, I forgot about this, that Toll is the, like, test dummy in the exoskeleton. And I keep expecting him to break his back like that one guy in the Iron Man movie. <laughs> yeah, we have no time to introduce Flay. Or for Nataral to snark at teenagers <laughs> from her car. This movie ain't about that. Uh, so the Christmas invasion is happening. Uh, we we gotta get to it. Yeah. Look, this this uh, movie doesn't have time for pacing or connective tissue. It's just action, action, action. Even the kids have to watch action on the news in their introductory <laughs> scene. Um, I will say I don't remember Millie's dress, and I like I can't decide if I love it or I hate it. Oh, so. I, I hate it. I do remember it. I love how for whatever reason it reminds me a little bit of Mass Effect. Okay. Uh, I love how Kigali just, like, walks into the lab. Everyone hears the door open, but no one even looks at who walked in. And that's hilarious to me. It's just a newsboy. It's just <laughs> Jimmy Olsen coming in with pictures of Superman. It's not even pictures of Spider-Man. Who cares? Oh, no, there's an alert, and this random dude that may or may not be important looks over. Akira passes his insight check and realizes the newsboy is not supposed to be here. <laughs> Uh, but Kigali manages to bluff through him. Uh, anyway, combat outside. <laughs> Stuff be blowing up. Jins. Remember Jins? I do. Quite fondly, actually. Remember Mula Flaga? Uh, you mean Neo Roanoke? <laughs> no, no. Mula Flaga. And his We're... bitchin' purple flight suit. Uh, and his cocky accent. And I, th I think that's an added one, too, where the captain orders Nataral and uh, Helmsman to go get Maru. Yeah. Actually, I, there's a lot of this. Like, a lot of this part here is actually new in the uh, in the lab. Yeah. I was talking to Kigali. Uh, but then someone set up Heliopolis with the bomb. 
Uh, yeah, Kira is real casually going to just blast through it in a couple minutes. They do not have time to make that a big deal. I like how Sai has, you know, what happened? And one guy's like, I don't know. And the Someone next guy set is us like, up the I bomb. I know exactly what happened. Someone should check that guy out. He knows a little bit too much. He's uh, Rusty's brother, Oxidation. <laughs> Uh, Kagal- Kagali loses her news cap of disguise plus two, and Kira reveals her gender. <laughs> <laughs> it is wild to me that he's like, a girl, I'm like, was it not at least hinted at by anything else about this person, Kira? He's a Gundam protagonist. He doesn't know how to girls. He has a crush on Flay Alster. <laughs> <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> Jeremy's got a point there. And she doesn't even exist in this movie yet. Kind of wild how she just kind of appears. Yep. I do love that her first scene is like, oh, you're that one guy Psy knows. And I mean, we never see fair, her with Psy. That is how their first interaction, like actual interaction in the series is. Yeah, but we get Kira going, ah, oh, Flay Ulster with hard eyes before that. I'm pretty sure Dreamweaver plays. Pretty sure. <laughs> uh, anyway, Father, you betrayed us all. And then Maru takes a pot shot at them and misses. I don't think Maru actually shoots at them. It, it is the way this is cut. She, like, turns. <laughs> it It is cut like that, but I don't think it's actually supposed to be Maru shooting at them because we don't actually see her gun go off. Luckily, we do have time for Nichols speed hacking. Yeah, to I was going to comment this movie. on that. Uh, that's how he learned it from playing piano. Yeah. It's the same motor skills. Kira spends the time to shove Kigali into a shelter. But we don't have the argument of, uh, she's just a girl in the movie. It's like, get into the save pod. Anyway, I'll see you later at the end of this movie. Bring Kisaka. <laughs> and a bazooka. You know, without the, without the argument, it doesn't make a great deal of sense of why Kira doesn't just go in with her. No, not at all. Uh, he's gotta tell Maru. To watch out. So she doesn't get flanked. Uh, does, Mar- does Maru have the most gun kills in this movie? <laughs> I think so. You know what? I left off my bingo card was Kira throwing a gun at someone. And I was oh, real sad. Oh, you're right. When I finished editing the episode and realized I had left that off the bingo card. I think you're right, though. I think Maru does have the most gun kills in Gundam Seed. Maybe Moo? Maybe... I don't think Moo actually gets any gun kills. I was going to say maybe Rowla Crusade, but I don't think he kills anyone. Uh, Waldfeld gets a couple. That's true. He, in this movie, he kills a few people. Uh, not Rusty, though. He's dead already. Uh-huh. What if Rusty wasn't actually dead and Atherin just didn't go to check on him? <laughs> uh, well, then we'll get Rusty's revenge in Gundam Seed Freedom. That's actually what it is, is Rusty is running things. <laughs> the Rust Comet. Uh, Atherin's here. It's the end of episode one already. We're speedrunning Gundam Seed. Speedrun tactics. We're doing a level skip in a few minutes. First, we gotta edit up Kira's stats to get through this battle a little bit better, though. (laughs) 
Uh, unfortunately, we do have to watch the tutorial where Maru tries to <laughs> drive the Gundam. I mean, it makes a lot of... It actually makes sense. You gotta kind of keep that to show why Kira is, is so good at this. Or not so why he is so good at this, but, you know, that, that he is good at this in comparison to uh, somebody else. I... Also, like, like everyone's like, oh, it's because you're a coordinator. I also feel like part of this is, like, he literally worked at a robotics lab, so he has experience in this, and Maru is a mechanic. Im- I think it's implied that... Oh, there was a shot Yeah, there play. was a flay in there. Um, I think it's also implied that they were literally working on the Gundam's, like, OS. I, I don't think they were working on the OS. I think the implication is they were working on some part of the project, but it was compared compartmentalized and they did not know what they were yeah exactly no, I like i feel like the research were... is being used for this without their knowledge yeah like i knew they didn't actually know but when they go to orb you know later in the series they mention that morgan rate was working on the gundams so anyway kira kills tm revolution <laughs> uh, not yet actually it's not late until later when he gets a boomerang first he's got to tell maru she's bad at piloting a gundam because she's a woman you're not allowed to be a woman Gundam pilot until at least 20 years from now. Yeah, he literally tells that to Flay later in this movie. <laughs> Although I ha- I think that's less about Flay being a woman and more about her being Flay. Well, he specifically said a young girl like you. And I'm pretty sure Flay is the same age as him. Uh, do we think that Miorine and or Suleta are a young girl like Flay? Uh, no. One of them is a tanuki, and therefore not a young girl. (laughs) And the other one is actually a CEO. Uh, Spoilers. (laughs) It's from episode, like, six. (laughs) That's, like, a third of the way through the series. Okay, yeah, you got me there. That's halfway through season one. I love in this compilation where... Is that Miguel? Yes. Yeah, that's okay. Miguel. Miguel is stabbing his sword at the strike. The sword is like mere inches away, and then we cut to the strike shoulder checking the gin, and like the sword is just gone. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, he has a sword catcher. <laughs> Kira's speed hacking also in this. Sadly, we don't get all of his good techno babble. His good, good techno babble. Yeah, we get a lot of him speed hacking, but no techno babble, and I'm very sad about that. Because we get it again when he's in the desert later. Yeah. I don't think he... No, he does have techno babble in the desert. Uh, there's a little bit about, like, contact pa- contact That's yeah, fair. and whatnot. Um, also, build knuckle. <laughs> no, this is what inspired the build knuckle. <laughs> Years later, Sai will be like, oh yeah, Kira punched that guy that one time. Kira punched a singer so hard he died. Punched a singer so long he... Punched a singer so hard he had a career? <laughs> He knocked him into the stratosphere, metaphorically. Yeah. And literally. With two knives. And Miguel was never heard from again until he became Heine Westenfluss. <laughs> and by that I mean he escapes to die later. Because again, he doesn't die till Boomerang, no matter how much I want him to die now. I will say one thing about Seed that has... Not been, <laughs> oh, Maru, uh, that has not been true across a lot of the Gundam series we watch, is that it just gets right into it, and I do appreciate it for that. We're already in episode two. I talk about Gundam first episodes being slow a lot, but I feel like even Gundam Seed is slow. It just ends on a real strong cliffhanger with Kira and Atherin c- confronting one another, and then Kira getting into the strike. Yeah, there's a pretty long buildup of 
kind of establishing Kira and everybody. The actual attack is in like the last ten minutes of episode one. Well, that's like half the episode, though. That is pretty fast. Yeah, no, I'm just comparing to like Gundam Double O, uh, which, while being a show I actually really like, uh, does take forever to get started. Double O wants to preserve a bunch of mysteries, right? Whereas, like, Gundam Seed introduces characters that are mysterious, and you don't know what their motivations are, but there aren't any, like, plot or faction mysteries, really. That's fair. It's very straightforward, and I like that. Um, There is only really the big question of the deal between Rao and Moo, and what exactly is Rao's motivation for everything he's doing. And Patrick Zala in the background being kind of warmongery, the Earth Forces being mega-shady. We don't really get to any of that in this well, movie, Yeah, though. we don't get... We we get a little bit of Earth forces being shady in this particular time frame with the asteroid, but by and large, we don't see that until they actually end up on Earth. Because we get the uh, the Admiral Halberton, and he is not in the least shady. Yeah, but he's like, ah, oh, everyone else is shady. I have to deshade you. I I want to feel your dark souls with light. I'm dead. <laughs> oh no, I filled my battleship with light. Ah, uh, I did forget and love the, you always get in my way, Mula Flaga, though I imagine right now you're selling the same about me. <laughs> Rao is so good. I love that they immediately just have, like, new type connection. Like, the show doesn't even care. It's like, they're new types. Deal with it. Okay, that is added to the movie. Uh, it is, again, in the special edition like we talked about, but all the new type flashes were not in the original broadcast. Oh, interesting. Um, I pr You probably mentioned that when we were watching the episodes. I but when I saw them in, in mine, and mine isn't the special edition or re-release. Nope, there are no new type flashes in the original airing of Gundam Seed. There might be at the very end when Kira is fighting Rao. I can't remember that. But not between Mu and Rao. They just kind of stare at each other and are like... Rrr. I do love this scene where Nataru gets her bridge crew and she's like, just do what the computer tells you. Like, why doesn't the computer just do the thing then? Uh, treaties. <laughs> you, need so you need a human to pull the trigger. Well, and um, the computer might not actually have full-on, like, access to the actual hardware. Like, it's telling them, hey, do all of this, but the computer might not actually be able to do it itself. The AI can only fill one position on the bridge. <laughs> I, I love how the ship finishes booted up and it's like, do you want to check the startup log? <laughs> Look, it's a prototype. You might need to debug it. <laughs> I, I did remember one of the other things that made me kind of chuckle and be confused. <laughs> There's a uh, point later where Nataral is lieutenant. But we skipped the part where she gets promoted. <laughs> uh, speaking of skip, uh, Rao and Mu are in the colony now and Kira is, has a giant <laughs> laser. He is attached <laughs> to the strike that he's still in. I love the way it's edited. The reason he's screaming and pressing the startup button is because he just finished programming so hard. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, honestly, you know what, Kira? Same. I do that on a daily basis at my job. <laughs> Kira Yamato does make programmer look like the most exciting job. Uh, you know it is, but only to you and no one else. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> the Remember that time the Archangel did a barrel roll to dodge Raul the Crusade in a Sagu? Or no, this isn't a Sagu. This is a high mobility gin. Remember that time a gin had to be evaded via barrel roll? <laughs> 
you know, in part, I think it might be a situation where it's like, he's going to run into the bridge. Yeah, and then they would have one less Rowlet Crusade to deal with this entire series. But they would also be missing their entire bridge. Ah, uh, now I want the Gundam Seed of Freedom movie to just be like the Rao Initiative, where after Ray dies, it activates like 30 Rao clones, and they're all <laughs> running around doing shit. Um, I, a thing I learned because of a throwaway comment somewhere in this movie, do you know what the gun on the big gun strike, I forget, launcher? Is that the yeah, launcher? The Agni? Cannon. Well, it's got a name. The That's Agni. Specific. Yeah, it's the Agni, yeah. I, who do you think you're talking to? <laughs> I, I didn't know what it was, but are you really expecting Jeremy not to know no, what they, it was? They just mentioned it sometime during this movie, and I'm like, what the hell is the Agni? So I had to go look it up. I think it's in the desert. Kira comments that he's been using it too much. Yes. And now I want to show off and say what the big sword is called, but I can't remember right now. It'll come to me. Anyway, Mula Flaga mentions coordinators for the first time in this movie. Kira's one. Kira chose his class good. Everyone else chose their class bad. I was going to say, it isn't even like humans in D&D where they get extra skill points. Like, coordinators also just get the extra skill points. Co- coordinator are variant humans that start with the free feet. <laughs> I mean, we still get the uh, tall immediately jumping in after Moose says that. I thought he had his immediate his comment there as well, but he doesn't. No, tall doesn't get to defend Kira. Uh, we do get one of my favorite Isaac lines in the entire show, which is "serves them right for declaring themselves as a neutral state." <laughs> uh, man, I, I just want to—I just want a bit in freedom where Isaac has to like watch clips of past Isaac and just be <laughs> embarrassed and upset at himself. Steadily, he gets more and more facepalm. Yeah. <laughs> it's like him looking at an old yearbook of himself. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I did a war crime. You know, I wouldn't be too averse to him having a very belligerent Ezak, Gundam Seed Ezak-like character that is under him that he's constantly trying to wrangle. I feel like I saw that recently in a media, but I can't remember what now. Oh, it was ga- it was Game of Thrones. Where Jamie Lancer, or Jamie Lannister is like, God damn it, Lancel is just me ten years ago, and his hand <laughs> isn't cut off, so I can't, and mine is, so I can't beat him in a duel to teach him humility. What am I gonna do? No, I, I think that'd be great if if uh, Isaac had to wrangle basically himself from ten years previously. <laughs> uh, anyway, all these kids are getting. Recruited into the army. Drafted. Drafted is the word I want. They're not really even being drafted. She's just like, you can't leave because this shit's super, you know, secret. And uh, you can't actually get into any of the bunkers right now. And Kira, you wrote the OS so good, only you can use it. So you have to pilot (laughs) the mobile suit or we're all going to die. Speaking of we're all going to die, a bunch of gems. Led by Miguel, blast into the colony. And the Aegis. I say, including Olar and Matthew, names I definitely remember. Uh, The Aegis is also here. Atherin is defying orders, but we skipped that. (laughs) I do love how Miguel immediately nukes a tether on the plant. They already blew their way in here, creating a giant hole in the colony. Yeah, After Kira already blew another big-ass hole. Yeah, and no wall. one commented on either of those events. <laughs> Look, you can't visually tell they're bad.
Miguel tells Atherin to flank the Kira. You know, I think the one of the things that I thought about it when I was watching this one again is that it's a bit weird that the strike is flying around and what there is presumably gravity when we know it can't actually fly. Uh, it's low gravity. Look, there are a bunch of holes in the gravity, so the gravity is off. I will also say, if this is artificial gravity, the gravity is actually going to be stronger on the edges because it's just spinning, right? So as soon as it gets off the ground, the gravity basically goes away. Okay, that's fair. I- I'd believe that. <laughs> One kill from who? Is that the only time? <laughs> uh, it was also great hearing English Moo get to say, oh, shit! <laughs> As someone who watched this first on Cartoon Network where they were not allowed to swear. And while I know they do, I don't usually watch it in English where they're allowed to swear. So to get hearing my old buddy Moolaflaga just yell that was pretty great. Yeah, it threw me for a loop, too. I mean, it's the perfect reaction. Uh, anyway, this colony is Dunzo. Um, you know what I just realized? I was I was uh, watching Kira realize that it's Atherin. Um, that Atherin Zala has the na- same number of syllables in it as Bilbo Baggins. Atherin, Atherin, Atherin Zala. <laughs> uh, no, he's dead. Was, was there a shot in the original of all the escape pods launching? I don't remember. That was many years ago. Probably. I doubt we definitely see some escape pods. <laughs> anyway, the, here's where we level skip right to uh, episode seven. <laughs> Kira went and found Lavos in a bucket at the end of time early. Uh, also, this narrator is useless. Hey, Flay's here. <laughs> yeah, cut to Flay. <laughs> I Kira love how, can't keep his birdie in his pocket. <laughs> I love how birdie was in his shirt. <laughs> like, what is with this collar that Kira is wearing? Like, this is Kira's outfit. I've never questioned it before in my life. Like, the belts, obviously. That's that's 2000s anime boy oh, fashion. The fact that he's got, like, a collar that's, like, a foot tall. Yeah. Lelouch would be able to hide in that collar. <laughs> okay, I thought you meant the choker. That Kira is wearing, because Kira is also wearing a choker. Again, 2000's anime. (laughs) Poor Jessica and Misha. (laughs) I uh, was having a discussion recently with someone about the the two anime renditions of Full Metal Alchemist, and I got to blow someone's mind with the fact that the original run was produced by Square Enix. Um, and they're like, oh, is that why his hair looks that way? I'm like, no, it just looked that way in the manga. <laughs> the manga sorry. was produced by Square Enix. Was it? Yeah. I didn't know that. It was in their uh, manga magazine. I didn't know they had one. Neither did I until I had to look up Full Metal Alchemist and then learned it. That's why there were so many okay Square uh, Full Metal Alchemist PlayStation 2 games. Oh, huh. that actually tracks. We've talked about the tangential connection between Gundam Seed and Full Metal Alchemist, right? Maybe, but I don't remember, so let's talk about it again. Uh, Full Metal Alchemist took over the time slot of Gundam oh. Seed after it and was then succeeded by Gundam Seed Destiny. That's really funny. Equivalent exchange, one might say. Yeah. <laughs> if something goes off the air, something must go on the air. I do <laughs> find it this this whole thing of Zaft being like, they created those things. It's clearly bad. It's like, 
You guys already made mobile suits. They just made their own. You know what? I'm not sure why you're so upset about them making their own mobile suits. My number one takeaway from the scene is, oh, that's Isaac's mom. Yeah, I was going to say (laughs) everyone's parents are here. Uh, It was very important we keep this call or this Zaft Town Council scene (laughs) in. So Lacus's dad could be sad, and Atherin's dad could make charisma checks. <laughs> I love uh, Seagull. Definitely looks like he's you know a hard boiled cop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> patrolling the streets of uh, whatever the city that Mayor Hagar is from. Rivers? No, I mean that's a different city. They they cut this up in a way to kind of explain what the Archangel people are currently doing in a debris field. Yeah, but they don't do a very good job of it. We just see a bunch of people die, and it's not even it's extremely clear it's a flashback. They need those one piece, the panels are all colored in black, so you know it's a flashback effect here. I mean, he does lead in with the with a bloody Valentine, and then it goes to the, hey, look, all this stuff's happening, so... It you would have to tracks. know what the bloody Valentine tragedy is. This, if this was your first time hearing those words. Okay, you got me there. I mean, I already know what they mean, so I guess I've got a little bit of a foreknowledge that kind of tilts that. The bloody I, Valentine tragedy could just be an open heart surgery that went wrong. <laughs> I I do find it really funny, and like I thought about this when we were watching the show originally. Is like the bloody Valentine tragedy is legitimately a tragedy, and then they just blow the fuck out of Heliopolis, which has to be at least as bad a tragedy, right? But. Heliopolis had time for people to escape. And it was also kind of an accident they're able to spin it as. It's not... Also, there's the whole Japanese cultural impact of nuclear weapons, which makes that seem worse. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I did have to go look it up. Mayor Hagar is mayor of Metro City. I knew that, now that you say it. Do you know where he was born? Metro City? New York City, which is a real city that exists in the Capcom universe. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but he goes through fictional Metro City. Uh, speaking of fictional, we now have Lacus Klein's hit single. <laughs> just kind of here, like... Well, so, like Lacus, just kind of here. <laughs> we, <laughs> we cu- she's not even on screen yet. We're just getting her song. We, we cut to Millie throwing a million paper flowers, which is a great shot, but like we don't see how they got made or why well, we're we, here. Th- there was a or... shot of them being made. Or, or why these people made a bunch of flowers to throw into space. Although I think they're now in the uh, the uniforms. This just is just randomly. A, this is so of equivalent exchange. They took a bunch of stuff from this field, so they have to add a bunch of debris <laughs> back to it. Cut to Atherin's mom's grave. R.I.P. and peace, Lenore. Lenore and Patrick give you Atherin. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like a fusion mechanic in Shinten games. I've been playing a lot of Fire Emblem this week, so I'm trying really hard not to call Moo the ship's Jagan or talk about <laughs> breeding Atherin for the proper stats and putting all the good abilities on him. Which one are you playing? Conquest. Uh, what are... Why? <laughs> uh, it's, I think it might be the best Fire Emblem game to come out in the past 15 years in terms of map design. Look, it's got the worst story of any video game I've played. But the gameplay mechanics are way better than anything they've put together recently. No, you got you got me there. That's all. I've also heard that the maps are a lot better in Conquest. Yeah. No. Did you know? I thought you played Conquest. I've beaten Conquest and yeah. I've beaten Birth. All right. I keep trying to go back and beat 
revelations, revelations because I have it, but uh, I just haven't beaten it. One day, maybe. That's how I feel about Conquest. Cut and to a I'm... wild Lacus. Anyway, <laughs> Murdoch's here, and he brought Lacus in a Pokeball. <laughs> what level is Lacus at this point? Uh, five. She's... Five, you think? I feel like she's five pre-promoted. Or she's one of those real good pre-promotes that internal level is still level one. Probably. She's like a Donnie. <laughs> uh, no, no, a pre-promote. Donnie is a villager. Donnie has no XP. Uh, if there's, if there's a Dottie here, it's tall. Tall is the Dottie. <laughs> oh, and they just fail to get him promoted. Yeah. They try to use him for a while. They try to get some kills. Kigali is also kind of a Donnie. <laughs> there are lots of Donnies on this ship. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, she she's definitely fairly low level. She gets a hell of a lot of experience by the end of this series, though. Yeah, when she promotes into mob boss Lacus. <laughs> no, in this first one, she just promotes to uh, bard. Uh, anyway, we also get the amazing bit where Atherin Jaded is like, oh, so I have to go play hero. And Rowley Crusade is like, or oh, you could play bloody murder while, st- while streaming out tears over her corpse. <laughs> <laughs> and Atherin's like, aren't you supposed to be the adult in the room? I love just randomly morbid Rally Crusade. <laughs> Why don't we get shark clones that good anymore? Uh, this is added. Yeah, okay. Uh, Lacus asks the Void three times if she can leave, and it never says no, so it has to let her. Yeah, it's a favorable. <laughs> the Archangel is a genus loci, right? Ah, <laughs> oh, man, I would love to see the Archangel's Kabaltermon, but I doubt we'll get that. We get a surprising number of the flay important scenes are left into this compilation. Well, that's because as much as I have been on record saying I dislike Flay as a person, she's actually extremely important for Kira's character. Yeah, I like her a lot as a character in this show, actually. I just like, man, man, Flay I hate sucks. Flay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but man, is she a great character. I think, and we said this last time, the thing that that last rewatch really showed me is Kira is just as bad as Flay. In in different ways, yeah, right? for like, sure. They're both shitty teenagers, but they're very different types of shitty teenager. They are as bad to each other. Yeah, they are equally bad to each other. Is what I'm trying to say. Um, and it's too bad they didn't get to make that apology because Ralph Crusade murdered her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean Kira Kira gets to the point where he gets to get past it, but um, does he better, ever well, get past it? Though no, I'm, I'm more of mean he gets to be a better person. Yeah. Flay uh, didn't get that chance. Flay doesn't get that chance. Yeah, the, the question of whether or not he gets past it is one of our bingo card items. <laughs> yeah. Is there a ghost Flay? We'll find out. E- even Izak gets to go be a better person after being forgiven for his war crimes. Poor Flay. Uh, anyway, Flay's a racist. <laughs> She's not a card-carrying racist, but she does think the cards look cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was going to make a comment like, or to something to that effect in my notes. Um, she's not in the KKK. She just doesn't disagree with anything they say. And she likes their hoods. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this is our first mention of Blue Cosmos. Remember our pure and pure, blue world? Blue and pure world? I am a little sad we don't get Kira on his way out the next time being like, what is wrong with this door? We certainly don't have time for snark Kira. <laughs> 
we just have time for him to bond with his best friend's fiance. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't know that yet. And his future fiance. Yeah, Kira only flirts with girls he shouldn't. <laughs> I guess he doesn't really ever flirt with Kigali. Um, actually, okay, so you said future fiance, Zach. Do they ever actually get engaged? I'm just assuming it's common law. <laughs> or, yeah, no, we're saying, or are they just married? Like, do they just skip the engagement step? Who are we talking about now, Kira and Lacus? Yeah, yeah Kira and Lacus. They must be common law. I don't know. Again, wedding is on the bingo card. <laughs> um, She's his attack dog. <laughs> I thought it was the other way around. No, it goes both ways. Look, you know there have been more times where Kira has been moping and Lacus went ballistic on someone than vice versa. <laughs> Kira's <laughs> ballistic is just a little bit more nuclear. <laughs> Kira's the guy who gets the or- the wrong order at McDonald's. Like, this is fine. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, hey, you got the wrong order wrong? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> McDonald's employee, look into your heart. <laughs> Think you want to be the best in McDonald's employee you can be? Okay, I really want someone to Photoshop that. Lack is giving a soliloquy in a McDonald's. <laughs> no, actually, it, even better, it's a Wendy's. And then it just ends with the employee being like, ma'am, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> no, sorry, it'd be, it wouldn't it be like a whack, uh, Wackdons. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that was in this. McDonald's was an official sponsor of Gundam Sea Destiny, so they might have been able to get away with it. Oh, were they? I knew Pizza Hut was uh, Code Geass, because we've talked about that before. Yeah. Um. <laughs> anyway, Atherin's going to come rescue Lacus from his Kira. Yeah, there's now a fleet here. By murdering Flay's dad. That's an important step. Remember Flay's dad? He's here. He's got, a, he's got a fleet. Her dad is here specifically to die to make Flay into a really shitty person. There's otherwise absolutely no reason for him to be here. Um, To pick up his daughter from soccer practice. She was like, Dad, I'm scared. Come get me. And he brings his personal minivan, which is a space fleet. Uh, anyway, Flay's like, hey, Kira, what's this about battle stations? And he's like, I don't know, but I'll protect you. I'm very masculine and hot. Your dad's ship definitely won't be destroyed, probably. I do, like, I understand she's, like, in the depths of despair, but the fact that she blames Kira for her dad's death is, like, I don't know. Is Flay an idiot? That's uh, my it's, question. It's a is very Flay human idiot? response to it. It is, but only for so long. At some point, I feel like most people would be like, would come to their senses and be like, "It is unreasonable for me to blame this one teenager for a war." <laughs> uh, honestly, she's also I think a huge, she's also a racist, and the fact that uh, Kelsey tells them that uh, oh, Kira Kelsey. and <laughs> Athrin know each other. I think she even gets to that point, but she's at kind of a sunk cost fallacy with it, and that's why she's so miserable at the end of their relationship. That's a fair point. And she like is like, oh man, I'm taking this too far, and I'm being very cruel to this boy, but also I'm starting to get emotionally dependent on him too. That's a good point. I love Flay's arc, honestly. Yeah, it's really good. It's too bad she dies. It's too bad she dies when she does. I, I think a death is not a bad way for a character to exit, but, like, she goes out unresolved. Well, and that's on purpose, too. I think it's more that, it imp- like I said, it 
gives this weird implication that she needs to die to be redeemed. That's that's my only problem with her dying in in the series is because she ends up with the redemption equals death problem, right? Yeah, like, Nataral dying is just the end of her tragic arc, which is fine. Um, that's kind of where she was leading up to anyway. Yeah, but... in a weird way, like, Nataral doesn't redeem herself. She just is herself, right? Well, she she redeems the actions that led her to that point by refusing uh, Blue Twat's orders. Um, <laughs> and, you know, and all that. But you're not wrong. She doesn't necessarily need redemption in so many words. As just staying true to who she is is what actually gets her killed, but it's also a satisfying resolution. Anyway, anyway the Archangel's explode, and the Archangel's bridge door doesn't seem to have a lock on it, or a guard, or anything. <laughs> well, I mean, they're shorthanded. Uh, yeah, the guard thing makes sense. They are shorthanded, but why is there no lock on that door? Mr. Oh, Pink oh, took all the locks off. Okay, so you're saying they're shorthanded. What's Cuzzy doing? See, I do you think Cuzzy <laughs> would do shit as a guard? Letting Flay in. <laughs> I don't actually, like, Tall was like the substitute slash, you know, understudy for the helm. I'm assuming Psy was like a, is like a gunner? I think he's in CIC. He, he looks at well, they, they're all monitors in, of guns. They're all in the CIC. Yeah. Miralia uh, is the, uh, the communications, which. Well, she's not calm. She's specifically like. Flight control? I mean, it makes a lot of sense, actually. Yeah. It tracks with a lot of things people do. <laughs> Speaking of things people do, Flake threatens to do a murder. <laughs> I don't know how she intends to kill Lackus. She does not have a gun. Pure hatred. <laughs> I do love... Also, Lackus being a coordinator, I would not be overly surprised if Lackus could kick the shit out of Flay. I don't think she's a combat coordinator. All of her skill I, points are in sing, Sing's Good and Pink Hair. But, <laughs> I mean, the, the way it's also implied is that they are also just, like, better coordinated and stronger than normal people. They, a lot of times, talk about doing specific things to people, so I think it's very specialized. Also, she's, like, a, what, third-generation coordinator, so who even knows how that works? Even me don't know that. <laughs> anyway, Flay's dad explodes. Then she has a panic attack about it. And Flay's like, oh man, I hope my dad never explodes. You mean Lacus? Yeah, sorry. Who did I say, Flay? Flay. See, now I can't edit that out because this is a commentary. And the Tyrell's like, hey, stop shooting at us or this redhead will kill Lacus Klein. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we will we will not stop this redhead from killing Lacus Klein. Well, she doesn't even say that. She basically just says, if you keep attacking it, we uh, we can't do shit about it. You're going to get her killed. Uh, she specifically says if they continue attacking, they can't be held responsible for their actions of not of not letting her not stopping. Yeah, of not stopping a redhead from killing her. Uh, Atherin is upset about this because his fiance is being threatened by a redhead. It's a it's a vague threat, but it uh, I mean it works. It's not a good idea, but I'm, it works. I'm surprised it works on Rao. I feel like Rao would be like, oh, that's a. I guess Rao would get fired. Rao is worried he'll get fired. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, it might not affect Rao, but everybody else, like all of Rao's subordinates would probably not go along with, 
hey, go kill Lacus, basically, by continuing to attack that ship. Well, I think with uh, Lacus's dad watching over his shoulder, he's just not inclined to do it. You win the puns the last couple of weeks. <laughs> Jesus. Flay is mad at Kira. Uh, more news at 10. <laughs> I, I do love that she takes a break to berate Kira and then goes back to incontrollably just muttering words. She she utters a like soliloquy at, at his general direction and then becomes incoherent again. Yeah, she got one by osmosis from being near Lacus and threatening <laughs> to kill her. Is this where Kira got to the point where he was blaming himself for uh, if the sun doesn't rise? I mean, he doesn't. He's not as he's not. Yeah, he's not as bad as Katra, but he does go mope at the moping deck, which I don't think we ever see again in the rest of the franchise. I and that's not true because he brings Lacus out to this deck too. It's also the confess you're a coordinator deck. Anyway, Lacus is here so Kira can tell her that he's a coordinator. She's very cute. Uh, I would have just failed bingo if this scene was in Gundam Seed Freedom. He's like, hey, don't touch my hair. I need to cry. I mean, I'm a boy. I don't cry. What are you doing here? And she's like, not being threatened by a redhead. It's my favorite. (laughs) I heard you yelling, so I came over here. I heard a sad boy, and I was like, my fiance ain't here. (laughs) And Atherin's not nearly sad enough for me. Atherin's very sad. <laughs> I'm just saying Lacus has a type. I mean, Atherin gets sadder. He's not very sad right now. Right now he's angry. Now, right now he is the angry boy. I, I'm imagining Kira is strong sad and, <laughs> and Atherin is strong bad. Atherin is, Lacus is strong bad. Let's be real. <laughs> I realize that's a Photoshop I want to exist. Atherin is strong, man. He's just like, I throw a boomerang. <laughs> I really want a Photoshop of Strong Bad wearing a Lacus wig. <laughs> Fucking Cuzzy. Cuzzy's here, sneaking about, doing a skullduggery. Oh no, is Cuzzy a rogue? <laughs> you know, he, he leaves, and you can see in the reflection of the... Uh, the vi- the viewports you can see the whole hallway, yeah, and yet Cuzzy is like the fucking Flash. <laughs> Look, they're very distracted, staring into each other's eyes. They're not going to notice Cuzzy. I don't think he's a rogue so much as he's just one of those people you don't notice is there. He would make an excellent spy. No, because he's too bumbling. But he would be very good at the part where he learns all the information right before being caught. Because nobody would know he was there up until the point when he tripped over, like, a box. Exactly. The only box in the room. Exactly. Anyway, uh, there's an alert. Um, I kept track of how many times we saw that exact same alert gif this <laughs> movie. The alert is Kira is leaving with Lacus. We don't get any funny pregnancy scene. And Moo's like, ah, oh, it's uh, too late. Or uh, his friends helping him. Yeah. Kira just leaves. Yeah, we do get resolution to his friends helping him. Uh, where Sai's like, glad I helped you out, Kira. You don't even get him calling Atherin on his cell phone and being like, I will only give this girl to Atherin Zala. I think he does. <laughs> yeah, oh, I think right. that happens right now. Yeah, he, he right. literally just says, send out the Aegis. And only the Aegis. And make sure that cool boy is in it. <laughs> <laughs> 
we don't get uh, Rao attempting to jump him and Moo also attempting to counter jump Rao and Lacus calling him off. Ah, uh, but I knew that you knew that I would know. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, what do you call it when a Haro jumps out to take a bullet for you? <sighs> Haroics. <laughs> I knew it was going to be dumb and I was not. Disappointed, uh, is Mr. Pink gonna die in Gundam Seed Freedom? Oh, that would, <laughs> that would be a good dumb bingo square. <laughs> horror de- unnecessary horror death. No! I wouldn't be surprised if Mr. Pink gets destroyed, but his, like, memory, like, circuits are saved, and he has a new, different Mr. Pink at the end of the movie. He becomes Mr. Mauve. <laughs> Anyway, this is Lacus, not a bomb. Please take her. I do also love that, like, Lacus isn't in a flight suit. She's in, like, a general purpose space suit. And, I don't know. I always loved how different it was designed than the flight suits. Yeah. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. It also seems to, like, the general purpose ones seem to be more heavy duty. Yeah. Which is, I actually really like, because, like, the flight suits are only meant to kind of protect the pilot in emergencies. Atherin invites Kira for a threesome, but he's too shy. <laughs> he certainly doesn't want Rao supervising. <laughs> My friends are on that ship. Yep. And Cuzzy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wouldn't that be a curveball if Cuzzy appears in freedom? Look, it's not impossible. I would expect him to be in like a watching TV. If anyone's watching TV and it's like some cuzzy. news in, in like an alley, you know, if if Dorothy Catalonia needs to go march up some men, because he'd be there and he'd be like, "Nah, I'll, I'll stay here." <laughs> I I legitimately forgot that Cuzzy existed until we watched this movie. Um. Another thing we we don't get after that is uh, the Kira's court martial. Yeah, well, <laughs> um. He he won initiative, so he just <laughs> got through it. Anyway, now we flash back to that one time that Kara got help, and Flay found out Athern was a friend of theirs. And so I was like, "Good job coming back and not defecting, Kira." You returned like you said we would. You would, but we didn't have time for that scene. Well, anyway, I don't have time for this conversation. Bye, Kira. <laughs> Millie, you can come too. I do love that Kira does not notice Flay at all, even though she is not at all hidden. She it's is not a... like he's looking over there. <laughs> Flay has the best murder faces. She really does. I, th- I feel like that's one thing that we commented on when we were watching the original series. Is, oh, this, uh... <laughs> this was it. The editing here, size like, I gotta go to the bridge for my shift, and now he's in the- <laughs> He just ditches Kira to have lunch with Cuzzy. <laughs> he also ditched Miriallia. Anyway, Flay is like, I'm fine. I have to apologize to Kira. It's part of my master plan. Step one, apologize to Kira. Step two, seduce Kira. Step three, <laughs> guilt trip Kira. Step four, Kira, I choose you. Step five, sex with Kira. Step, step six, kill all coordinators? 
Step seven. My dad's dead. If Kira was a Pokemon, what would his move pull be? Um, Double kick for sure. <laughs> Slam. Okay. Hyper beam. Protect. No, we need something that's multi-target. Fury cutter? Surf. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you never go wrong with surf. Uh, no, he's definitely got bolt beam. He's definitely got thunderbolt and ice beam. <laughs> no shockwave, sadly. Uh, anyway, it's time for us to be attacked by Izak and friends. <laughs> and the little kid with the worst voice actor in the world <laughs> in the English dub gets tripped by Kira. So Flay enacts guilt tripping. Minor. Don't worry, little girl. Kira will protect us all. <laughs> he must. Why is this kid not supervised? <laughs> Because she's in a Gundam series. Sadly, she doesn't get a machine gun to defend herself from <laughs> Izak, which is why you know Bright is a better captain than Maru. Uh, I'm not sure I agree with that. Here, four-year-old, take this machine gun. She survived. I was to say better based on very specific definitions of better. Better uh, at saving children. Would, would this little girl having a machine gun have helped her? Um, she could have blown up in a shuttle. <laughs> anyway, Kira's beating Izak now. This fight rules. I wish we had the context. Again, it's the G-Reco. All the context stripped right out. Just the <laughs> fight. I like uh, Nichols like, oh, this is your suit, so you obviously know all of its weaknesses. One of the other weaknesses that they know is that they forgot to give the Blitz a real gun. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when it gets to the bridge later, it's effectively useless. You think that would be where it was useful? It could just stab the bridge. Yeah, and it does not do that thing. Nickel's not good at this. <laughs> oh, so is it Nickel or is it the Blitz? Yes. Why not both? Por que no los dos? <laughs> Zaft wanted to give the Blitz a better pilot and better armaments, but they uh, they just ran out of budget. They were really nickel and diming it. We got this shot of Flay's legs surviving. <laughs> the Blitz is here. Oh, no. Oh, wait. It's the Blitz. We're fine. <laughs> I like how it, it, it showed shooting the bridge like five times when Kira gets to it later. There's like a dent. <laughs> the Archangel does have anti-beam laminate armor. That is fair. That dissipates the heat over the entire shell. I feel like maybe Nickel could, like, kick it, and that <laughs> might be more effective. Anyway, we get the first seed mode. I mean, it's hard to say if, if it actually would be more effective against the Archangel. Isaac gets nannied. <laughs> that was the most dragging a JPEG around a screenshot I think I've ever seen. Followed by this rad sitel frame of the of Nickel getting need and Isaac getting cured. Is that the only time he uses the armor Schneiders without being, you know, in a desperate situation to stab Isaac? 
Yeah, well, he's just styling on Isaac. That's why Isaac's so mad about this scar for the rest of the time. He got it from an armor Schneider. <laughs> and he's so bad about Nickel for saving him from it. Kira save the day. Yay. We must have him beat up all the bad guys. And then he'll get all the XP and carry us to victory. <laughs> I mean, it's not the worst plan. No. Just got to make sure you give him a couple of supports to buff the hell out of him, and then you're good to go. Yeah, you just get to A-rank support with Flay, and he gets all the dodge. <laughs> I say, Kira is uh, your overleveled Charizard by the end of the game. Yeah. He's the only Pokemon you ever use. Oh, I was thinking uh, he was the, the 80 carry with four supports on his team. <laughs> Anyway, Raul Crusade is like, hey, it's time for some Gundam Seed philosophy, Atherin. In other news, did you hear about Izak getting stabbed by an armor Schneider? What a scrub. <laughs> Shit was funny as hell. <laughs> anyway, guilt tripping is the name of the game. I, I, I like to believe that the reason Rao wears a mask is specifically to avoid that situation where like a piece of shrapnel flies <laughs> into his face. He has no reason to wear a mask at all. He doesn't want people to know he looks like Alda Flaga. <laughs> If you were or a clone Lula of Bill Florida. Gates, would you wear a mask? I don't feel like enough people have a good image of Bill Gates or good enough image of Bill Gates in their head to be like, oh, yeah, you, you look just like Bill Gates. How the flock is Bill Gates, right? <laughs> kind of. But hey, look, we, we don't have enough crew to give you guys so you actually have crew. So looks like it sucks to be you, Archangel. Well, they're sending them right to the base. Presumably, they will have more crew. In Alaska. Everyone knows that's where all the good recruits are. Alaska. I I do like that we still have the scene of them being like, wait, we were actually soldiers a part of the Earth Forces? When did that happen? The guy's like, we want to avoid any legal entanglements and ethical issues. <laughs> so as of now, you were soldiers. Except Flay, who does not... I guess she never served, so... No, not she, until now. Now, she's like, hey, I would like to volunteer. I would like the opposite of a discharge paper. A charge paper? A recharge paper? An in-charge yeah. paper. <laughs> <laughs> I like to imagine when Flay volunteers there, just like, in the Navy, just starts playing in the background. <laughs> I do like that they made sure to keep Halliburton dealing or talking to Kira here. Mm, it's fine. Halliburton's kind of a nothing burger, so. like, I mean, I like that it's here, but he does kind of have the problem of without the assholes of the asteroid, he doesn't really contrast anything. Yeah, and the assholes are way more interesting. As much crap as I give that episode, him being like, ah, oh, but you betrayed your fellow coordinators. That's cool, though. We would love to have you in Eurasia. <laughs> I'm an evil <laughs> wizard. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Halberton's a good wizard. That's why he dies. He gets Obi-Wan in the Kenobi. If you strike me down now, that would suck. 
And then a child thanks Kira for protecting her, preventing him from getting on the shuttle that Izak will destroy. I like how they came up with exactly one design of origami flower for this show, and then they just kept reusing it. Consistency is important. Well, I mean, in this particular case, someone showed the little girl how to make that one, and so she just made that one because she didn't know how to make any more. (laughs) One shot of the sky grasper, please. Thank you. (laughs) Covered in tarps. Anyway, Kira, you forgot to get a discharge paper. Here's your discharge paper. We're going to stay on the Archangel and die with Flay. <laughs> She's going to be officer in charge of being in her room. <laughs> Look on the bright side. At least Cuzzy's staying here with us. <laughs> we all decided to join the crew of the Archangel. Cuzzy's here, too. <laughs> And Tal's like, anyway, think of this as fate. Get to Earth safely. Don't be murdered by anyone with a scar while you're on that shuttle. I mean, if Kira wasn't in the process of fighting, they probably would have made it down to Earth safely. No, the Archangel would have already been destroyed, and Isaac would have gotten to mop up the survivors. You mean cowardly soldiers. Um... <laughs> Kira's servos break for a second. <laughs> Do I choose discharge papers or flower? No. My friends are on this ship. <laughs> Please come not me. The fuck, dude? <laughs> We've been waiting for you. I, I think that is more of like, am I gonna get in trouble? It's my job not to let civilians on the ship. <laughs> Is my boss going to murder me for this? No. A guy with a scar is. Don't worry. Durendal will forgive him for his war crime. <laughs> well, that guy might actually get killed on board the same ship as Halliburton. Because it's a different shuttle they send down to the planet yeah. than, are, than is on the Archangel right now. Mm. Although it's all the same people. So that's terrible. So presumably, <laughs> they flew it over to the Admiral ship. They all got off and then got onto the other shuttle. <laughs> this is why no one rides the bus. And Kira goes to the locker room and flies like, oh, I love a man in uniform. And Kira's like, but you're the one in the uniform. She's like, we can fix that. (laughs) If you're wearing my uniform, what will I be wearing? (laughs) Death crab, destroyer of worlds. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot how many shots of the crab we got. I didn't realize the, uh, the assault shroud was this early. Look, we can give Kira a lot of crap for liking Flay, but that does look like she does a good hug. Especially if I was a teenage boy, I would like that hug. <laughs> I mean, Kira does have the expression of uh, brain 404 not found. You can't pilot the Gundam. You're a girl. And you're not even from Mercury. <laughs> So do they actually just assign Flay as Kira's morale officer? Is that is that her job? <laughs> like I said, officer in charge of being in her bed. I think I you wish... mean being in Kira's bed. She's bad at her job. 
<laughs> or may- no, I think Kara gets his own room and she doesn't probably. Although they don't have enough people, so maybe they have a lot more rooms than they need. Anyway, she definitely has the thighs of a morale officer in this <laughs> in this uniform. Uh, do we ever see a shot of Mary Elia's thighs like that in her uniform? Not really. I mean, it's, I guess it's because uh, Flay has the green stocking. She's got the absolute territory going on. I was going to see if the Gundam Wiki actually had, like, what she did on the ship. No, <laughs> no. one knows. It's Tyler, I don't know. So no one knows. He's got you there. I remember us talking about it all the time. Like, they could have said she was the cook or something. They could have given anything she was doing. Yeah, there's, like, nothing on here. Uh, she's just It's just like, she was a civilian volunteer. She sure was there. Yeah, I mean, they don't even, like, show her on the bridge getting training for anything. <laughs> they don't have time for that. They already trained all these teenagers. They can't train more teenagers. Oh, no, she was the sonographer. War correspondent? Yeah. <laughs> She's photographed wars, you know. <laughs> I'm now imagining Mi- Millie just, like, sticking a Gundam to the end of a stick and swinging it around. Archangel, time to retreat. It's the victory condition for this mission. If we get away, everyone will be safe. Uh, keep thinking that, Maru. The Archangel's descending. Uh, these people are not Rikongista and G characters, though, so they're not all going to jump into the gravity. <laughs> I was going to say, is this the only time in Seed that gravity is a menace? But that no, gravity is definitely a menace very shortly after this, also. And in Gundam Seed Destiny. I, I mean, a colony drop is just magnifying the terror of gravity, right? <laughs> I love that as a description. The terror of gravity. I do like how... You know, Maru says Kira, you know, Karen, everybody looks shocked and kind of panicked. Except Nataro, who's like, hey, cool, go out, don't die. <laughs> Make sure to get back here beforehand because we don't know what the interior will do. I, I just noticed one of those monitors is labeled the command of shoot. Yeah, we, <laughs> you, you, that comes up every time, I, Tyler. Yeah, fair. <laughs> it's hilarious. Nataro sends out Kira and Kira's like, huh, I'm not used to you being the cool mom. Moo also goes. So he's like, ah, oh, Rao might be out there. And if not, Diarca, my other men, <laughs> my other foe. Maybe. He's like, ah, revenge. I don't even have a scar yet, just a bandage. <laughs> And 
Only one eye that can see anything at the moment. In a cooler mobile suit. By which I mean a fatter mobile suit. <laughs> what was Very the useful of shot, shot of the Arca. Very useful. <laughs> Just to remind you, he's there. Does the Arca get a single line in this entire movie? Um, I think he said something while they're all chilling in the lounge earlier. I don't think... Maybe... Now, I'm trying to remember if he was even in the lounge. Was it just Nickel, Isaac, and Ath? No, yeah, Diarca was there. I don't know if he said anything. Yeah, though. he might not have said. He was there. <laughs> Bye, shuttle. Get the Earth safe. And Admiral Halberton was... Albert, Admiral Halberton ain't coming back and getting them seed freedom. No amount of money can get you me to put that on my bingo card. Mulaflaga, tow cable to safety. <laughs> yeah, it's a great thing that he went out and did something. <laughs> Earn some XP to play it on the mission. Maybe, I guess. Um, I do love a blade of gel. It's such a cool idea. There are lots of cool re-entry gimmicks in Gundam as a franchise. But yeah, I do like the Archangels bit quite a lot. Bye, all of Admiral Halberton's friends. <laughs> <laughs> I do love that Kira's solution to Isaac is into orbit with you. Is <laughs> to body check then kick. Look, it's a good solution. Kira takes hot cover behind a shuttle full of civilians. Isaac destroys the cover. Well, first he misses, then he decides to destroy the cover. Not the fact that, you know, he, he's got one eye and can't actually see <laughs> He's a coordinator, Zach. He has depth perception in that one eye. <laughs> it's actually got two iris or uh, two pupils. Yeah. Uh. Bye, girl. Your voice actor won't be missed. <laughs> yeah, at least it'd be instant. What's really funny about this is I don't think I ever watched any of the episodes in English where that girl appears, so I don't actually know how bad she is. She just kind of sounds like a man who's been smoking three packs a day. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we get the Gundam going into orbit scene, you know, from Gundam, where they're like, oh, no, can the Gundam survive re-entry? Yes, it can. It helps that they catch it. I was actually going to say this is where the Archangel plays Breakout, uh, <laughs> where the Gundam is the ball. This is actually, uh, they had like a choosable path on the map, and they're like, well, we could go to Alaska. Or we could go check out this cool desert side quest. Well, it was a matter of go to Alaska but lose the strike and who knows what that'll lead. Or uh, follow the strike in and uh, have to go on all these side quests. Oh, but, we'll get to recruit, yeah, but we'll get to recruit Kigali this way. That is indeed true. But we, in order to do that, we have to face off against the desert tiger. And Acosta. Who's a pretty difficult mid-boss. Hey, it's Acosta. Remember Andrew Wildfelt's wife? I vaguely, I always forget her name. It's Aisha. Yeah, it's Aisha. Remember her shipping Kigali and Kira? 
Yes. <laughs> Remember that one time she dressed Kigali up in a pretty dress for some reason? <laughs> to ship her and Kira. <laughs> ah, we did make sure to get all the shower scenes in the movie, though. Yeah, we got some Kira fan service just to get ready for the Flay fan service we're about to get. Just to preload that in the chamber. I'm just going to point out that's the third time we've seen that exact same alert screen. <laughs> <laughs> this alert is missiles and insert song. This song kind of slaps. <laughs> the missiles in the song wake Kira up from his sex, though. Yeah, this is as far as it went in the uh, in the series. I kind of wish he accidentally put on Flay's pants. I guess they're <laughs> stockings, not pants. That would not have worked. It would have been hilarious, though. Yeah, he just shows up in the locker room and moves like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a look. Well, especially because he would still be in his boxers also. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Kira remembers that time a shuttle got blown up two, two minutes, minutes ago. <laughs> I do actually really like the way this scene is edited where it like cuts back and forth between the action and then like flashing back to him and the action up. Hey, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. All, the song doesn't go as well with the, uh, the latter action as it does with the Gundam scene. Attack helicopters nearly destroy the strike. What will Kira do? <laughs> Jump. Maybe hit the button that turns on his armor? Oh, he'll have sympathy sex with Flay. Give him that power boost. He's like, I killed a little girl, and Flay's like, well, we can plus one that. Oh, this is exactly <laughs> like how when we're... we're uh... <laughs> the delay on that Tyler I don't know if I'm proud of that or not <laughs> equalize I guess it's not a plus one it's an equaling out well uh, they try hard enough no I was gonna say this is exactly like how when we're playing Maginites when we make a roll or we fail a roll and we're like I remember that one time that Flay and I had sex for 1d4 <laughs> you can't do that in combat though <laughs> but Kira's applying the sex to his hacking roll though so totally different <laughs> Uh, is that a combination of words that's ever been said in the English language? I don't know. <laughs> Agni beam cannon versus Bakus. It's all right, Kira. My thoughts will protect you. Also, the giant gun. (laughs) Look, that will be true after she dies. And she can think herself into a ghost. Well, that's like, oh, man, that guy's really good at hacking. I wonder if he knows my secret. Kira's knee moves continue to be one of his best assets. (laughs) Also, bashing this guy with the gun. (laughs) Who says a gun isn't a melee weapon? (laughs) Then Kira does the dodge this. We we get half a second of Demon Gundam. And Walfelt's like, oh, my coffee's ready. Time to go. Uh, Kira shoots his gun, and then Kira shoots his gun. (laughs) (laughs) 
I now, because you said it that way, I really want someone to like dub over that scene where like as they're finishing, um, someone, Kira just goes pew pew. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, manic post coital flay. Post coital. There, that's how you say those words. Manic post coital flay is great. Like, oh, that energy. I wish they drew girls that good more often. Just villains in general. Like, I wish Raoul the Crusade looked that good when his plans were coming to fruition. <laughs> she decided to take enough time to get up and get dressed to be, like, to continue being manic. But, yeah, I- but not all the way. Make sure not to zip my shirt off. Zip my shirt off? Zip my shirt up. <laughs> Be sure I'm showing bra and midriff just in case anyone's looking. Just in case any teenage boys have gotten this off Netflix and are real worried their mom's going to come down. (laughs) No one specific. Oh, look, it's the Desert Dawn. Oh, yeah, remember how Kigali's here? (laughs) Kigali's here. Was it ever explained how Kigali is even, like, attached to the Desert Dawn? Like, uh, why is she here? Uh, she's in her rebellious phase. <laughs> Literally? <laughs> yes. Nikasa's like, hey, it's the Desert Dawn guys. And Andrew Wellfelt's like, this scene doesn't seem like it's edited properly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the part where we're starting to get really jank. Yeah, but I feel like the editing on this movie definitely falls apart once they hit the desert. <laughs> the Baku's retreat because Kigali has a jeep, and that's <laughs> they, weapon they, triangle over Baku. <laughs> they were chasing the strike. Now we get a bunch of CG Bakus landing on Kigali's trap. They activated her trap card, and then she blows him up not once but twice. <laughs> well, it's because it's a you know the second one is a automatic trigger that can only be uh, engaged <laughs> after the first bombs go off. Yeah, follow up attack. It's like a solar beam. The first one is really just her charging her real bomb. Yes. <laughs> and Andrew Wolf was like, hey, DeCasso, we're leaving before we just randomly cut to my death. <laughs> <laughs> cut to ghost play. <laughs> She's coming out of the TV. Anyway, we're the desert dawn. We're not going to be in this movie long, so you don't need to thank us. <laughs> but you do have to take me on a yogurt date. <laughs> I, I just imagine the Desert Dawn guys like doing that scene from Robin Hood Men in Tights. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the leader of the Desert Dawn. No. <laughs> Vaguely, actually. Well, I, I do remember because Nataro got drunk with him that one time. Sai is very cold to Kira for no reason, because we've never established <laughs> Sai and Flay's relationship besides know each other. <laughs> you know, th- this part made me kind of laugh, because Kigali comes up, and they it feels like they did this out of order from the series. Well, we flash back to Kigali being mad at him and trying to slap him after from her just being in a shirt, being like, okay, time for that yogurt date. And yeah, Kira's well, was- like, I'm pretty sure it's a kebab date, and you don't like yogurt. Well, it was the... Uh, <laughs> You know, she goes, I didn't mean to hit you. And then it cuts back to her trying to hit him. And then accidentally hit him. And then accidentally hit him. And it made me laugh because I'm like, oh, so they had to put, they had to make sure to put in the flashback because they forgot to actually show us that scene. 
And Kigali's like, anyway, how did you get here? I got here in a wild way. I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> how did you get here? Uh, I think we already established that Gundam. <laughs> anyway, kebab time. <laughs> Many things happened along the way. <laughs> Many things. There was a, I have a much lower kill count than you'd expect. There was an asteroid. We didn't even talk about it. Anyway, aren't you from Orb? And she's like, harumph. And Kisaka's like, I'm here. <laughs> Remember me? Time for kebab date. Kebab date. Hey, there goes Kisaka. Kigali's like, be a more attentive date. Yeah, but Kira's busy looking for the Desert Tigers headquarters in this peaceful place. Gagali's like, yeah, but it's only peaceful because they're pointing a gun at it. And then she points out a giant gun they're pointing at it. While being near a big hole in the ground. Ah, that's fine. Rumble Raw put that there. <laughs> I totally miss that shot of Walt held in the background there. Even though it cuts to him, I totally missed it. In the most where's Waldo ass suit. <laughs> okay, so important question. Are you on team chili or team yogurt? I think chili. Like, I can't imagine putting yogurt on meat. I'm not sure exactly what a co- what's in a kebab, but I don't think yogurt would go well with it. I mean, have you ever had a gyro? Because that's yogurt sauce. No. Of course, his accent. Yeah, I was going to say. Well, um, <laughs> the thing is, I feel like the answer is both, like salsa and sour cream. Yeah, no. Also, also clearly, they're not having kebab. They are having euros. Yes, that's <laughs> true. There are no sticks involved. <laughs> Although donor kebab is like uh, shaved meat. That's basically, true. I, so. I've never had donor kebab, so it's quite good. It's weirdly popular in Germany. Yeah, I know. Did we ever establish if Walfelt was just following them? He definitely is also following. I don't think he's just following them. I think it's a bonus objective for him today. He was actually tracking down, or, uh, tracking down Frank Totally Legit Waterman. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> man, this kick is so good that he does to give them cover. To flip and, the table. And cover Kigali and chili sauce. Hey, some blue cosmos assholes. For their pure and blue world. I do love how the, the bullets just stick in the table. And that guy that Walt felt shot. And here we get Kira's uh, improvised thrown weapon gun for the first time. (laughs) He looked at his stat sheet and he realized he's shit for shooting, but he's really good at throwing things. (laughs) And then kicking a guy, because that's his move. And Walt felt like, oh man, that reminds me of that time that mobile suit threw its gut at me and kicked me. (laughs) (laughs) Takasta shows up. Yes, too late. And Walt felt like, arrest that man. And by arrest, I mean give his girlfriend a shower and a dress. <laughs> She's got that Sundari red hair with the chili sauce. No good. Two on the nose. I really just want to post a completely out of... Co- <laughs> I forgot about the Kigali shower scene. Agreed, just Kigali shower scene. She's not I mean- having a good time. <laughs> I mean, I it is, is number three. It's the third egregious shower scene we've gotten. Yep. Because there was one for Atherin, there's one for Kira, and there's one for Kigali. 
Um, I really just want to take a uh, a screenshot of a close-up of Kigali's face with chili sauce and just post that somewhere and just, like, no context and see what happens. <laughs> it's gotta be so awkward to be Kigali here. Yeah, oh, yeah. She's taking it really well. Is it more <laughs> awkward to be Kira or more awkward to be Kigali? I think uh, it's probably both. Yeah. No, if I were well, in I was going to say in, in the 41st in the 40th century there is only awkwardness. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Kigali, then I was going to say Kira, but then I'm like, you know what? This is just super awkward for both people involved. I, I was going to say the most uh in the 40th century the most common gender identity is cringe. <laughs> uh. Well, especially because Waltfeld is talking to Kigali for most of this and uses the line if you didn't talk you'd be the perfect woman. Which, to be fair, she does completely ignore. Good job, Kigali. Remember when Kigali got to do stuff? She, like, fires a bazooka. She sets up a trap. But did she do anything? Well, okay, fair. Her dad's whole point is, you didn't do anything. You just thought you were doing things. Only by not doing things can you do things. <laughs> and then Yuna summoned Valifor at the wedding. <laughs> uh, Waltfelt gives his good speech about when you end war. It's like foreshadowing and stuff, and thematic. Uh, too bad this movie doesn't have time for themes, <laughs> except this one. It hasn't really been set up very well, though. There's just a man pointing a gun at them soliloquying. The Gundam Seed experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially because, you know, it, it's Walfeld's main thing. Hey, boy, have you ever heard of a berserker? I'm really into Norse cosplay. <laughs> Oh man, now I just want uh Walt felt carrying Mjolnir around uh, <laughs> around his and Maru's house <laughs> while brewing coffee. Thunder God brew has got to be good, right? No, one would imagine. This whole uh fight getting started you know, the, the end fight of that whole sequence is very awkward. Yeah, where did Kira leave to get here? Anyway, Mu has a plane now. Mu has two planes now. He's going to dual-wield planes. <laughs> and I one mean, of the planes has a sword attached to it, which uh, seems impractical. We do flash back to Waltfelt leaving, letting Kira go, which cuts out all the tension because we've seen him leave already. And Waltfeld's like, ah, I took away all the axes, which must be your favorite weapon. There's no way you can escape. <laughs> also, Kigali, he's a coordinator. Hey, Moo, what's a cor What's a berserker? He's like, ah, it's a classic. It's a bunch of crit, but can't hit anything. <laughs> Not very good, if I'm being honest. The biggest myth is that they were well-behaved and gentle to begin with. Okay, so, fun fact about Vikings, at the very least, is uh, th there's, like, this myth... Well, myth is maybe not the right word. There was this whole thing about the Englishmen being angry that Vikings kept taking all the English women. Um, turns out Vikings showered daily, um, <laughs> <laughs> which English people did not do at that time. <laughs> They also combed their hair and their beards. I feel like that might be a shot at me. <laughs> Zach has definitely never combed his beard. Never once. 
That would require owning a comb. Yes, it would. Uh, it's time to battle. The Pokemon battle music begins, and now they're fighting a tiger. Kigali's <laughs> um, <laughs> to fight this tiger whose wife put her in a dress. We do get a full launch scene for the Sky Grasper. I'm just imagining Kigali's like internal monologue. No one makes me bleed my own chili sauce. Nobody. No bitch puts me in a dress. <laughs> Kira takes off into immediate helicopter peril. <laughs> and then remembers, oh, it's a helicopter. That's not a real Gundam enemy. <laughs> Look, even the archangel is getting kills on them. I think I think that was our only legit Maru boot bounce. I think it is <laughs> this entire scene, the, this the entire, entire movie. movie. Yeah, and it was caused by a random helicopter missile. <laughs> I think they were like, "Well, we got to get at least one in." Would it be Gundam Seed without it? Yes, <laughs> I'd argue no. Aisha's boobs never bounce. We're not talking about anybody. We're talking about Maru. Natarl's boobs ever bounce. <laughs> Again, talking about Maru. <laughs> Bye, Baku. I like how it's just grumpily bearing down on the Jeep. <laughs> Bye, Desert Dawn, guys. Bye, Baku. No, that one is a Baku because it got cut in half. Bye, Baku. <laughs> I like how he both stabs it and shoots it. Like that well, seems it wasn't a stopping after he shot after he stabbed it. Well, threw his beam saber into it. Headshot. <laughs> and then I love the one that he just punts the head off. <laughs> anyway, Andrew Wall felt let me go. That's how I'm here now. It's sequential storytelling. It's this is like some pulp fiction shit. I do love how, how awkward would it be when they picked them up and Kigali's just in this fancy dress. Yeah, what happens with that? Like, where does it go? Does she just keep it or? Look, she's going to need fancy dresses when she sees her dad. They give it to some, uh, some desert Don's wife. <laughs> Oops, it's a sand crawler. I forget what this thing is actually called. Lugau. No, the Mobile Fortress. Uh, oh, Lessups, isn't it? Though it's the Lessups. I don't believe it is a Lessups, though. This is the thing I don't know about Gundam Seed, and someone else does. <laughs> oh no, we've become stuck on these the moisture farms. Tanks? <laughs> so Kigali jumps out of her jeep to go steal a plane which we didn't see her on the simulator for so she in the movie so she just like goes up and is like hey do you have any planes with swords attached to them <laughs> and Murdoch whose name we don't know in this movie goes hey you're not allowed to take that I, I forgot that he does not get a name in this anyway Andrew Alfie uh, Andrew Waltfeld is Akira Stan to his wife. 
I I didn't realize this at the time, but Walfeld's dumb helmet is so good. I love Walfeld's helmet. <laughs> like, my my problem is that he is in, like, a military-issue vehicle, and at some point during the military application process, he requested a custom-fabricated helmet that looks like a tiger. Oh, you don't think his wife just painted it? <laughs> yeah, it's like a bomber jacket. I wish Lacus insisted he continued to wear it. Although I think he does when he's in the Gaia I, in Destiny. I think he might. Kigali yoinks a plane. <laughs> might, might now. And actually does something. She did something in the show, too. She just doesn't get shot down after it in the movie, because we don't have time to see her land. She grappling hooks the ship <laughs> to sort it. It's like taking down an AT-AT, except you have a giant sword attached. Wow, far out cool. <laughs> One thing that they did make sure that they didn't do here Bonk. is they don't show Diarca and Isaac like any of the scenes. They didn't lift any of those for Cause, the movie. Because they're not here in the movie. Because they haven't established them being on Earth. Although, later they will establish that. I really want them to just cut to a random scene of like Isaac and Diarca just like chilling and having some coffee or something. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fortunately, some random gazoo or zoot zoot missed them and is now going to get absolutely pasted by the Godfreys. Have they fired the Lohengrin this entire movie? Nope. nope. <laughs> I actually, if I ever, which I'm never going to, so this is an empty thread. If I ever make an abridged version of Gundam Seed, what I I really want to just like we keep joking about uh, Isaac and Diarca being on their union mandated fifteen every so often. I really want to cut back to that one scene where they're just hanging out with Nickel in the room, but, like, after Nickel dies, just, like, Photoshop his face to be some <laughs> random mook. <laughs> it's rusty. Yeah! <laughs> Poor DaCosta. This wouldn't have happened if he got put in charge of the great ops instead of the less ops. God damn it, Tyler. <laughs> anyway, Walfell is like, you're all going to die. And by that, I mean, I'm going to die. You should all leave. If there are any cool pink haired girls, team up with them. And I just like, I'd rather die than team up with a pink haired teenager. So anyway, they proceed to die. But wait, there's more. Kira's not as good at speech checks as his future girlfriend. I mean, I think Charisma is Kira's dump stat. He gives one good speech in Destiny. Does he? I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Well, the thing is, he got uh, proficiency in persuasion because of the fact that him and Lacus being so closely associated, they're able to uh, take one skill the other has. Uh, I was going to say, Lacus just rolls a support for him. Um. <laughs> I hope we get more, like, of that scene where Lacus and Walfelt cowboy bebop their way through the airport, <laughs> pretending so to be Mir and her manager. <laughs> that, I don't know what context we could possibly get anything like that in in Freedom, but I hope for it. That is one of my favorite scenes in Destiny. Bye, Walt Felt, who's clearly dead. 
Only women die in this show. What am I talking about? That's actually the really long and Rao. So is Rao secretly a woman? Gender flipped clone. That's why he's so angry. Um, I was gonna say uh, the the bingo card entry that we didn't get for freedom is Aisha comes back. <laughs> no, I have anyone comes back. That includes Aisha. Okay, that's fair. Man, would that be an awkward reunion? Remember how good the ending scene to Gundam Seed is. It's mostly the song. This scene is very flat. Yep. Um, why would that be an awkward reunion, Zach? Waldfeld be- and Aisha already had an open relationship. <laughs> I'm not I mean, so sure about that. Well, I mean, he's just sexy Rambaral, and Rambaral and Haman had an open relationship. <laughs> so by transitive property of Rambaral. <laughs> it is the Rambaral corollary. Now, Tyler, though, Waltfeld didn't discuss his new partner with her, though. Well, she was dead. <laughs> <laughs> But she wasn't, it turns out, in this case. Why do we have a post-credit scene on this movie, guys? I didn't know that. I stopped watching at this point. I did, too, because they had the, uh, like, the flash through a bunch of different scenes in there. And then it went to here, so I was just like, there must not be a post-credit scene. There's a post-credit Look, it's not a useful or good post-credit scene. <laughs> but it does exist. It like contradicts stuff them. that didn't happen in the movie. Uh, it's just Nickel and Atherin going to hang out with Diarca and Izak on Earth, since Diarca <laughs> and Izak are already on Earth. It's a raising of the stakes, because Atherin, who's barely in this movie, is going to show up. Yeah, it's funny because I think Nickel is almost as much of a character in this movie as Atherin. Uh, Atherin retrieves Lacus, but like Isaac's definitely more of a character than Atherin in this movie. I feel like. Sure, glad they added that. Sure, glad that scene that was existed. useful. <laughs> Look, it's to raise the tension for the next movie. Uh, which we'll talk about next week when we continue our speed run of Gundam Seed. <laughs> Do you have a high point of this movie, Tyler? I think I'm going to take what to me seems like the easy one and uh, Flay's manic episode uh, post-coitally <laughs> gloating <laughs> over her victory over Kira. And all coordinators as a transit. And all property. coordinators. <laughs> Look, she tamed the ultimate coordinator. If that was literal, he'd be the last one, which is what she wants. <laughs> Zach? Uh, I mean, it's pro- it's a little bit related, but it's the way they recut the scene with when they first get to the planet, the fight with all the Bakus, where it keeps flashing between their uh, Kira's escapades and his escapades. Yeah, that's definitely the best part. Like, can I just cop out and be like, oh, man, it's cool to watch Gundam Seed again, even if I'm watching <laughs> the worst possible version of it? Yeah, I mean, I think I summarized my feelings on this movie in the in the first Madoka movie. I think I hate this movie. I'm entirely neutral to this movie. Like, this movie is like, how do you do it better? I mean, you just watch all of Gundam Seed. But that's, yeah. I mean, granted, that this movie does have the advantage of I watched it and I, I kind of went, no, I kind of want to go watch Gundam Seed again. I mean, that's what its purpose is. Yeah, the, like, I will say this movie made me... Nostalgic's not the right word. It just reminded me, like, oh, yeah, Gundam Seed was a great show. I forgot about that. <laughs> it really is. Low point, Tyler? Oh, man. Uh, just, <laughs> there are just so many awkward transitions. For the, I, I think my favorite thing, my, my favorite worst thing is 
and suddenly Flay's here. It's just like, <laughs> poof, and there's a Flay. Hey, remember her? They, no. like, they literally say, I think, in the subtitles, and many things happened, um, and then Flay was there. Zach, I think mine is going to be somewhat related, and it's just going to be, it's going to be, hey, and Lacus is here. Yeah. Look, she sang a song about it first. At least she had the decency to do that. I'm going to go with the plant council scene, which seems like there are so many scenes that are cut, and it makes sense. That's the one that sticks out to me as the, like, but you kept this? As only... much as I made fun of the Halberton scene? I can only imagine trying to watch Gundam Seed through these movies, because holy crap. At the very least, with the uh, with the Jiraco compilation movies, those at least still made a, de- a degree of sense. Yeah, they kept as much context as G-Reco had in the first place, which, to be fair, is not much. Well, but... also, though, G-Reco had five movies to do f- half as many episodes yeah. as Gundam Seed is cramming into three. <laughs> They're definitely speedrunning Gundam Seed. So, yeah, this has been our revisit of Gundam Seed. It'll be super helpful when you watch Freedom, <laughs> right? Or to remind you what happens and give you more context if you already have watched it. Uh, next week, we're going to be Watching movie two of this mess, The Far Away Dawn. Man, these are some titles. Oh, yeah. For sure, they are some titles. If you have any questions for us about Gundam Seed or Reconquista in G, but not Freedom because we definitely haven't seen it yet, post them in our Discord. Other ending stuff. Speedrun tactics will continue. (laughs) 